Welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Welcome to the Odd and Off Beat Podcast, hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker, and the ever-scattered Louis Fox. That's right. I'm like a good set of remains. Yeah, I was going to say like unkempt or uh, unarranged or cluttered or all over the place because you screwed me, man. <laughs> it happens. Yeah, I was supposed to come up over the weekend to do some of our other podcasts, which was the Moisture Festival podcast. Uh, we were going to do some interviews at the Moisture Festival, and we had been planning on this for, I think, three to four months. And then the day before I'm about to come up, you're like, oh, sorry, it's Easter. I have to go eat lunch with my family. I have to go hang out with my family on Easter. Yeah, I had forgotten it was Easter. You should have mentioned it was Easter. I don't celebrate Easter. I don't celebrate the death, the fake death of the zombie resurrection of the Jesus. <laughs> you would you would celebrate the zombie resurrection of um, Keith Moon, or I would yes yes I would do that. <laughs> or um, that's all. That's all. That's the only <laughs> rock dead rock star you can think of. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, man, I was I was upset because, uh, you know, we I canceled or I got offered work that I turned down to come to Seattle. We were in Phoenix in warm weather. We would have stayed there. And uh, and then at the last minute, you're like, whatever. Peace out. <laughs> I made it happen. Just not no priority, not in a, an efficient manner. You know, you didn't make it happen. <laughs> That's the whole thing. You screwed us. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, yeah, I, and again, no accountability, even as I bring it up on this podcast. I, I did apologize to you. <laughs> I don't think Face you did. I did over FaceTime. Think, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh so uh, other than letting your friends down and uh, screwing up their plants, how you been doing, man? I've been amazing. <laughs> had a great Easter. <laughs> I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was. <laughs> I saw you had some like Cornish game hen or something. Yeah, we had some Cornish game hens. We, is that what is that significant? Is that significant for the Christians? No, nope. We just uh, n- too much salt. Carolyn's got her cholesterol thing, so too much salt in in the ham. Gotcha. You know what I was was wondering? Like I've been posing this question to a lot of people, and no one's been able to give me like a very good answer. So if Good Friday is when Jesus died, right? Yes. Jesus was crucified on Good Friday. Okay. So Friday. Yep. He was resurrected three days later. Yep. So wouldn't that be on Tuesday? Instead no, because you count the first Sunday? day and you count the last day. Oh, so he was only just out for one day? Well, I mean, it was like. He was th- only dead for a day? That like, changes everything. It was like three work days. Like he got no. crucified early in the day on Friday and then came back late in the day on Sunday. What's a, what time do you think Jesus was crucified on Friday? If it's before noon, it counts as a day. That's what the union says. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So you think the the Romans were like, you know what? We gotta we get this in before noon. We get we get double time, double pay. <laughs> exactly. We get it done before noon. <laughs> 
The only crucifixion is a we, free we, lunch. We can go home early with a full day's pay. Yeah, you don't want you know you don't want to do a crucifixion late on Friday night. You know you don't want to ruin everyone's plans. Well, it's also like like when you go to the surgeon, you don't want to go to the surgeon at like three o'clock on Friday. You want to nine a.m. You want you want them like on a a Tuesday morning. Yeah, exactly. You That's want... why I would do my crucifixions on Tuesdays. <laughs> if I was scheduling it, I'd go Tuesdays as well. That's the most productive day of the week for everyone is Tuesday. Yeah. All right. Well, Louie, uh, I'm still mad, but we can get to the story. So let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Let's get to some weird stuff. This story comes from AlvaReviewCourier.com. That's a news source more reliable than me eating rice with chopsticks. Uh, you don't do the rice with chopsticks? Do you do the scoop? I don't do chopsticks at all. I will. You don't do chopsticks at all? No, no. I'll I will use my shoe before I'll use uh, chopsticks. Is your dad like disown you when you go to like a Chinese restaurant? You use a fork. He's like, oh, what sort of child did I raise? He is definitely not a fan of it. That's that's for sure. <laughs> Well, you do smoke when you eat like and, a true Chinese person. And I squat and gamble at the same time. Okay, perfect. All right, good. <laughs> uh, so this comes from uh, Japan. It says Japanese police have arrested two men who posted a video on social media showing one eating pickled ginger with his chopsticks directly from a communal container at a famous beef bowl restaurant chain, part of a series of pranks that have hit sushi chains and become known as sushi terrorism it's the old eating ginger out of a, out of a communal dish with your own chopsticks gag what is is that how is that a you're putting your germs prank. in the thing i guess yeah i don't think that's a prank it's just like disgusting poor manners is what that is it's like you're just essentially you could just spit into it it's same thing yeah Osaka Prefecture Police on Wednesday said Ryu Shimazu and Toshidi Aka were arrested on suspicion of obstructing business and destroying and dirtying property. That's a <laughs> hey, what you what are you in for? Dirtying property. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, I uh, I urinated in the urinal and uh, I didn't forgot to flush. <laughs> I urinated in the pickled ginger. <laughs> in a video shot by Oka and shared on social media, Shimazu is seen holding a condiment container up to his face and shoving pickle ginger, a popular topping for beef bowls, into his mouth with his chopsticks. Customers are supposed to use an attached serving utensil to add ginger to their food. Oh, okay. So it's got even its own like vessel for it. And, yeah. And um, cutlery. Shimazu told police that he wanted to make people laugh. Oka said he had encouraged Shimazu to do something funny, and he shared the video because it was funny and he wanted people to see it. Police said, adding that they had nothing against the restaurant. I like, do something funny. I'm going to eat ginger out of a dish. <laughs> well, you get that a lot, right? Like, you know, I get that all the time where people are like, okay, all right, be funny now. Yeah. <laughs> like you'd be hanging out. All right, now tell a joke or something or do a trick or something. That's, this is my new go-to is eating ginger out of a communal dish. Police arrested Shimazu, 35, in March, and Oka, 34, this week. Officials said both admitted the charges against them. Both admitted the charges against them. Yeah. They So they said yes, we I, did do that? I think they said yes. They're now getting married to the charges. <laughs> if convicted of obstructing business, they could face up to three years in prison and a fine up to 5,000 yen, $3,800, and for property destruction up to th three years imprisonment and Fine up to 300,000 yen, $2,200. I like how the property destruction is uh, $3 in ginger. 
Yeah. How about we just buy you a couple new things of ginger and we'll buy a round of food for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Call good. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Their prank surfaced in February when a customer notified the chain about the video, prompting the restaurant to temporarily close to discard all its ginger and clean its containers, police said. Yoshin Yoshinoya also reported the video to police. I like how they're not cleaning these containers at all before. Yeah. And now all the gin, pickled ginger is going to taste like wet wipes or something. You <laughs> yeah, know, like... gonna, it loses all the seasoning baked into the <laughs> dish. Uh, Yoshi, Yoshinoya Holdings said it was regrettable that the news of the prank caused discomfort for many customers and raised questions over the safety of the entire food industry. Food industry, Kyoto News reported. I like these people's head would explode if they went to the back of like a TGI Fridays in the United States. Yeah, there's no free peanuts at a Japanese bar. <laughs> yeah, you go, you go to the the uh, Texas Roadhouse, and and your head will explode, dude. If you get three years for eating with <laughs> ginger out of a container, if you went anywhere in the United States, you would like. You go to any bar or restaurant, you would be serving a life sentence. <laughs> they would be like, in the United States, if you were eating pickled ginger, they'd be like, good for you. That's a vegetable. Yeah. Putting your gum under the table at a restaurant, 15 years in prison. <laughs> you remember that kid that got caned for like spitting? Yeah, that was in like the Philippines or yeah. Indonesia or something. Yoshinia operates more than 1,100 outlets nationwide. It's reasonably priced specialty guyadan or rice topping with soy sauce flavor beef and onion is a popular meal. The incident at its restaurant came just weeks after a series of pranks at sushi chains that became known as sushi terrorism. Ooh. In one case, police in February arrested three people on suspicion of obstructing business by licking the top of a communal soy sauce container and grabbing sushi by hand from a revolving conveyor belt at a restaurant in central Japan. So at this, I've been to a conveyor belt sushi once in my life. Um, how are you supposed to get it off the conveyor belt? With chopsticks, dude. Are you? you no, I don't know. You just take I don't the dish. know. Yeah, I thought so too. But and and I don't see how that's contaminating anything that is communal, right? You're just grabbing the sushi and putting that in your mouth. It's not like you're licking the conveyor belt. Yeah, you're not putting your tongue on the conveyor belt and letting all the sushi go under your tongue. Yeah, nor do I think that licking the top of a soy sauce container is like. But how many people don't wash their hands before they touch the soy sauce container? I mean, that's probably more. That person probably got sicker than anyone. That's good. <laughs> he licked all the bad. He drank, exactly. He licked all the feces off of it. Exactly. I mean, that's the thing. Is like, it's probably more disgusting to touch that thing. Yeah. So, what do you think, Louis? I mean. I think it's way overreacting. Now, would I want to eat the ginger that came out of this guy's ginger backwash? No, but I don't think it would distress me. No, and you wouldn't even know. That's the thing. And um, I, I think it's, it's going a little far to call it sushi terrorism. Right? <laughs> it's not like they're like, you know, putting like, uh, you know, fentanyl in like a fucking you know nigari nigari roll or whatever yeah. how many how many has your your whatever your alaska roll how many planes has it taken down yeah right it's like you're not putting c4 in your tempura <laughs> is that is that tofu no that's c4 <laughs> c4 but that's the thing is like we did a story back in the day about a dude who was like assembling a grenade or doing something at a sushi restaurant right yeah that's closer to sushi terrorism <laughs> licking licking the you know the fork that's there that's actual sushi terrorism <laughs> all right i like it yep
Weird News Part 2. This story comes from time.news.com. And just times.news. Oh, there's no com? No, that's a web, that's a news source more reliable than Matt reading the news source. <laughs> Sorry, it just said times.com. <laughs> yeah, what, or no, it just says time.news. <laughs> so wait, what the, wait, do we get rid of .com all of a sudden? No, look at this. This is some weird site. Look at that logo. Time. I think if I think right now both our computers are uh, being run by the Russians at this point. Well, they certainly know where I am. They're like, do you have tattoos and live in Eugene? Want to get them removed? Really? Because mine says uh, how to release sciatica. <laughs> all right. So the story goes, scare hundreds of chickens to death and was sent to detention. That's how good this news source is. They're missing a lot of context in that headline. <laughs> All right. Chinese citizen was sent to six months in prison after he caused the death of hundreds of chickens by invading a coop owned by his neighbor who he claimed had cut down trees that belonged to him. In addition, he will compensate the neighbor for the damage caused by the death of the chickens. This is the worst written article ever, but... I like how the neighbor whose chickens died was like, I want my chickens to die a natural death by me breaking their necks, not being scared to death. A Chinese citizen was sentenced to half a year in prison after scaring 1,100 chickens to death. This was reported by the local state television. Who got that kind of time to scare 1,100 chickens to death? <laughs> Peekaboo, dead. Peekaboo, dead. Peekaboo. I could do like five, I think. And then you get carpal tunnel. <laughs> According to the report, a confrontation broke out between the defendant, identified only by his first name, Go, and his neighbor. This is after <laughs> this is after Go accused his neighbor of needlessly cutting down trees that belonged to him. In response to the cutting of the trees, Go invaded his neighbor's chicken coop, and the police investigation revealed that he broke into the coop several times using a flashlight. And it turns out that the flashlight scared the chickens very much. And as a result, there was a huge crowd inside the coop. And as a result, about 500 chickens died. Wow. So, oh, he's, so it looks like he went back multiple times. So I guess he went in the coop, shined the flashlight, and then they climbed up on each other. And, and then they were scared. And then they died that way. Yeah. They, were, they were like fainting chickens. This is like, like this is the chicken equivalent of a 1980s Great White concert. <laughs> Oh, that's rough. That was a rough joke, man. Uh, go you and laughed not... at it. <laughs> I, I, I didn't fully process it until until the end. <laughs> go was not satisfied with that. A few days later, he broke into his neighbor's chicken coop again and again, using the same method, caused a stampede and caused the death of 640 more chickens. The court ruled that the man will pay the, his neighbor compensation in the amount of 13,840 yon, equivalent to $2,015 for the damage he caused to his neighbors. Man. You know what's okay. weird, though, is like these chickens. So these aren't these. This is a uh, really janky chicken farming operation because they're they're clearly the chickens don't get any sunlight that like this wouldn't be allowed in the United States. What, what, the chickens what, being stacked up on top of each other? Well, be allowed I think you have, they have to have light. Have and... you never seen a chicken farm before? <laughs> have you ever seen what they do to chickens that they serve at like KFC? They got no beaks. They haven't seen light. They've never, you know, they've never heard a Frank Sinatra song. <laughs> they've never been on a cruise, yeah. ocean or, or river. <laughs> they've lived a rough life, man. Never been, never had a massage. Uh, yeah. So who knew? I mean, I mean, 
I don't why why they're not sort of going after the other neighbor who cut down his trees. It seems like that's probably more valuable than eleven hundred chickens. Yeah, yeah. I think the tree. I mean, the tree takes longer to grow. I'm going to imagine. Yeah, I think it's more valuable. I think you would get more money for lumber than you would for uh, chickens. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's just I'd be like, oh, these two guys don't get along. Let's. It's a domestic That's the worst. That's one of the worst things to go to jail for, too. He's killing 1,100 chickens. <laughs> He's got 1,100 little uh, <laughs> sheer drops. They're all, those are all little chicken nuggets. Little, little chicken feet. <laughs> Be hardcore. No one would mess with them in jail, dude. See, I would call this guy chicken terrorism more than I would the sushi terrorism. Yeah, right? He's going to be in jail. And then someone's going to like start shit with him. He's going to be like, give me a flashlight and I will end you. <laughs> Have you seen this? <laughs> All right. I like it. Yep. That's it for today, folks. We want to thank you so much for listening. If you want to help us out, you can give us a five-star review. Very easy, wherever you got this podcast at, or you can sign up for our Patreon. That's right. Go to the Odd and Offbeat website, hit the Patreon link, and for as little as a few bucks a month, you can get bonus episodes, postcards from the road. I can uh, cancel plans on you at the last minute. We can yeah. do the whole gamut. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, where can the fine people see Louis Fox this week? You can check me out at the Washington State Spring Fair. I'll be there Thursday the 13th through the 16th. Showtimes are 1, 4, and 7 o'clock. And that that's where I'll be. Where can they catch nice. you? Catch me hanging out here in Eugene. And then uh, I got the week off. And then we're driving up to Seattle. And the I, the plan is to see you and your family. But I'm guessing you're going to bail on that too, man. <laughs> So uh, I'm making plans with other people and just going to add you in. Is next and, weekend, uh, uh, it's post-Easter, right? I'm not even going to tell you what, what the holiday is if you don't know already. <laughs> when, did, when did Jesus go back to heaven? No uh, one talks about that. I think, he got resurrected three days later, and then what happened? So I think he just ascended, I think, if I recall. But what I used to always tell Carrie Lynn's folks when we go over for Easter, I'm like, I, you should make rebirthday cake is what you should make. Absolutely. I would have like from the heavens, like a big claw came down like a claw <laughs> machine and then just lifted him up. <laughs> That'd be amazing. All right, uh, folks, if you find a new story you want to share with us, you can send it to us at info at odd and off beat dot, or, dot com. That has a dot com in it. Yes. <laughs> We're not a dot, dot. We're not a dot. Whatever. <laughs> All right, folks, we hope you have a weird week. We're out. Bye. Thanks for listening and stay weird.